I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Michelle Williams is getting huge props for her performance on Britney Spears' uh, audiobook. Um, she'll probably win the Grammy for it. Mark my words now. Really? Yeah. Uh, so there's one uh, clip that has gone viral uh, just based on one. What they wrote mm -hmm. and how she reads it and the subject matter. So this is where Brittany was going in on Justin and I guess like how phony he was and flames him so hard in this one quick passage, but it's the way Michelle Williams reads it. Mm. His band in sync was what people back then called so pimp. They were white boys, but they loved hip hop. To me, that's what separated them from the Backstreet Boys, who seemed very consciously to position themselves as a white group. InSync hung out with black artists. Sometimes I thought they tried too hard to fit in. One day, Jay and I were in New York, going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Walking our way was a guy with a huge, blinged-out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine, what's up, homie? After Genuine walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh, yeah, Foshiz, Foshiz, Genuine. Jay wasn't even embarrassed. <laughs> First of all, I don't know who Felicia is, but I need to, like, know. <laughs> who, like, had no problem flaming Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah, Foshiz, Foshiz, Genuine. <laughs> oh, no. Man, Justin Timberlake was just, like, hate everything right now. <sighs> Mentions off not replying to texts how long until emails. does genuine still make music yeah how long until he drops that in a track oh yeah for shoes for shoes genuine <laughs> <laughs> yeah he still like performs and everything yeah so felicia is felicia kaluda which was the assistant to britney spears oh, love that woman oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah, for shoes, for shoes, genuine. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, you know what? Michelle Williams, she sounds great. She really, flame. really sounds good. Oh, flame. Her reflection on some of these stories are incredible. Can you play that one more time for me? Oh, yeah, for shoes, for shoes, genuine. <laughs> oh, Justin Timberlake. And everybody, everybody's like, he's just concentrating on his own family right now. He's trying to grow and move out past this stuff. Yeah. And you can't else. move past this, bro. Oh, yeah. Foshiz, foshiz, genuine. <laughs> like, I don't know if I could be Jessica Biel and live in the same house with him and not say. Oh, yeah. Foshiz, foshiz, genuine. <laughs> like, it's a pretty funny line. Right? Right? 
you like know, you're and, lucky your kids aren't old enough to understand context. But also, like having an Academy Award winner quote you, like one of the best actresses of two generations, yeah. quote you saying, "Oh yeah, bullshit, bullshit, genuine." Like the performance <laughs> is so good. Yeah, I want to hear the outtakes. Like, yeah. Was this like a Michelle Williams was like, oh, I know exactly how I'm going to read this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because sometimes when you read books, you don't do voices, right? Like you would yeah. just read, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Fushes, Fushes, Genuine. But she went for it. Yeah. Like, oh, she- yeah, Fushes, Fushes, Genuine. <laughs> Good for you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yeah, we're here. We're here. Yeah, we're here. Everyone's yeah, ready yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, nice, nice. Who's fancy? You're hot, Maury. Maury's dressed all fancy today because he's got a thing going on. And he comes in here asking if he can turn down the, the temperature. Well, turn down for what? No. Don't wear that. You got to. But you didn't even walk over to see where it's at. I don't know. All I know is that it's blowing on me from above my head right now. That's like, I can said. feel the temperature. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, that's fine. It's, it's the exact same as it always, as it always is. is every single day. Maury just. I'm sweating. Yeah, because you're wearing a super tight, like, thick dress shirt today. Yeah. Bro, that bottom button is screaming. This once <laughs> used to be loose. Yeah. You know what? Like, you're in that room by yourself, right? Yeah. And for most of the show, literally no one else outside of Ross and I could see you. Yeah. So, no judgment. If it's hot in there, just take off your shirt, bro. Shem? What? Would that what? bother you? I don't, wanna, I don't actually Wait. want I don't want to see that. Yeah, I'm not in that room, man. I can take my shirt off. I wish here, I was the anyway. kind of guy where you'd be like, "Yeah, take it off." No, no, you wish. No, no, you wish we were the kind of guys that would be yeah. like, "Yeah, take it off." Yeah, take it off. That has nothing to do with you. Yeah. That's your fantasy about all of us. Just work with your shirt off today. If you want to be comfortable, be no, comfortable. I, don't want to see, I really don't want to see that. He's got like kitten nipples and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. What? Yeah, you've never seen them, Chef. Never seen them. No, it's not good. Kitten nipples. Yeah, they look like cat oh, nipples. Here come, here come the. Uh, no, don't worry. Nobody, nobody. Honestly, oh. honestly, Maury, nobody wants to come on now. Oh my, oh my god, we're at Bro, work. This is like an X-rated we're, video we're right now. Look at, at that titty, guys. We are at work. Okay, oh my. <laughs> you can't pop a titty at work, <laughs> right? Like. We're talking about guys, yes. by the way. So it's <laughs> uh, right. Does this require music? Stop. 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 Wow, what a deep V. Almost guys. like a U. Oh, yeah. Guys, guys. <laughs> Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Wow. Stop. Stop. Anyway, the temp- the, the temperature is perfect in here. It's going to be hot today. I think that's what you're feeling, more. Yeah, oh. probably. Yeah. It's like 20 degrees today. Yeah. And then... Like tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, like yeah. 20, 22. Yeah. Maury, stop being dramatic. It's I not know, that man. hot. Stop. Like menopause. Stop it. Stop it. You <laughs> wouldn't even explain menopause more. When you get to like an old age, you sweat. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What else? Isn't oh, like well, dryness? Dryness. <laughs> Ladies, feel free to uh yeah. hit up Dan Maury, Maury explain on social. Men, explain menopause. God, this should be a very hard thing for the damage. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Maury, I'll turn ex- the music down so we can yeah. all hear. Maury, explain, clear. explain menopause. Like it, it dries up in a certain area, but where that shouldn't be dry, it comes out in other places. Like you sweat, you get really hot, but it gets really dry elsewhere. What else happens? Isn't that oh, um, isn't that it? Oh, like what, what else? What else do you think happens during menopause? You, you. What are some of the signs of menopause? 
Oh, anger. <laughs> That's not what I was going for. Wow. Anger. Yeah. At damn it, Maury. Yeah. On Twitter. Okay. I don't know. If you're, Instagram, if, even if you're, even if you're, 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 I once went to a play, Menopause Out Loud, and they were talking about anger. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, and like cramps? Yeah. What age does menopause normally hit more? What 65. age? 65. Wow. Interesting. As old as what and as young as what more? Oh, as old as 65 and yeah. as young as 50. 50. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so what are some other things that happen during menopause? Um, what changes happen? Like things sag. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Maury, things sag on you. Yeah. I was just going to say, a lot of what you're describing <laughs> yeah, are things that happen both to you and <laughs> yeah. your husband. Like, I'm pretty convinced Maury is actually going through menopause right uh-huh. now. <laughs> you literally just described yourself. Yeah. All the things that you just said. <laughs> is, is how you... Is, we would all describe you that way, to be honest uh-huh. with you. Like, right? No, try and angry. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, did you guys see, first of all, go Raptors go, because the Raptors kick off their season against Minnesota tonight. Woo! Uh, Lakers kicked off their season the other night against Denver. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me email you last, guys. Last night. Did you guys see the uh, the photo of LeBron showing up to the stadium? No, why? Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me, um, oh, yeah. Did you saw him? Oh, yeah. So do uh, I, do I, need- I won't say nothing. Right, okay. Oh, my email's not working. Can you send it to Maria? Yeah, I need yeah, Maria to see this. Yeah, hold on one second. Damn, email's not working here. All right, so this is the fit. Let me show you, Roz. This is the fit that LeBron showed up in, okay? LeBron James. Legend. Oh, wow. Okay? Yeah, okay. Jeez. Like just Louis Vuitton drip yeah. Yeah. from head to toe. Oh, it's kind of ugly, though. Okay? Yeah. So let me go through the price tag of these items. Oh, okay, so yes. So LeBron is rocking sunglasses, Yeah, that's, uh, a jacket. Yeah. He's got a duffel bag. He's got black pants, dress shoes, and for some weird reason, a Louis V briefcase. Right. Which guaranteed there's nothing in there. Right. It's just for these photo ops because he knows that Pictures are taken of the athletes when they walk into the arena. Yeah. Okay. Dang. <laughs> so that jacket that he's wearing? Yeah. The tweed jacket? Five grand. Oof. The straight up plain black pants? Yeah. $1,250. Okay. The shoes, the dress shoes, $1,220. <sighs> Okay, yeah. that duffel, the green duffel with all the Louis Vuitton logo all over it. Yeah. $11,000. Yeah. That briefcase, small ass briefcase that he's holding. $9,500. That's crazy. Now, I don't know if this is because he wants to wear the Louis V, make a statement, or he's supporting his boy, Pharrell, who now works for Louis Vuitton, and this was part of, like, the collection, Pharrell's new collection that's coming out. But do they... They have to make custom stuff for LeBron James because no regular clothing manufacturer, like, high-end clothing, they don't make stuff that big, right? Like, they just don't. Like, it all has to be custom no, for them, right? No, most off-the-rack stuff is small. 
Like, like, like there's sure. no, yeah. like. So maybe LeBron is saying to Pharrell, or Pharrell went to LeBron saying, hey, would you wear any of this? Yeah. We can make custom to your LeBron size. size. Yeah. Yeah. Giant can I, size. Can I send in my sizes? <laughs> Please and thank you. Yo, I'm regular. A grand regular. total, a grand total for this fit. Head to toe, LeBron James showing up at all Louis V, right? Yeah. yeah. $28,000. That's crazy. Oh. Did you see Did you see Giannis's new contract? No. Bruh. His extension? No. Th- th- how, how long? Three years. Yeah. Three years. $186 million. <laughs> three years. And you know, you know what the pisser about the whole thing is? Because he wanted to stay a buck. He said this is the first contract that he ever signed where he didn't look at the dollar amount. Bruh. 62 it was, million a year. He read the dollar amount after he signed. It was a surprise to him because he just wanted to stay. What a G move. What's huh? he going to wear? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I got to play you this clip that went bonkers over the weekend. Mm. Um, it's a, a clip of a TV show from the CBC back in 1957. Okay. Where a woman named Mrs. Brady. Were you in the audience? Good <sighs> <laughs> <Come> on, Maury. <laughs> um, introduced uh, um, a delicious new dish to Canadians called the pizza. Good afternoon. I'm Mrs. Brady. Today I'm going to make that popular Italian dish, pizza pie. <laughs> You've all probably heard about it, and if you like the recipe, uh, please get a pencil and paper, and then you can take it down as I go. Pizza pie is becoming very popular, especially down in the States. Uh, there are some restaurants that even specialize in it. These are called pizzerias. And Saturday night, <laughs> as you drive down, you can see cars lined up for miles pizzerias. waiting for their pizza. Uh, pizza pie is composed of three parts. First, there is the base, which is usually a biscuit or a yeast dough. <laughs> this is covered with a tangy tomato sauce, uh-huh. sprinkled with oregano, and then topped with nippy cheese. Right? <laughs> a biscuit. A what biscuit. Say? She didn't say pizzeria. She said what? Pizzeria or pizzeria. Good afternoon. <laughs> I'm Mrs. Brady. Today I'm going to make that popular Italian dish, pizza pie. You've all probably heard about it. And if you like the recipe, uh, please get a pencil and paper and then you can take it down as I go. Uh-huh. Pizza pie is becoming very popular, especially down in the States. Uh, there are some restaurants that even specialize in it. These are called pizzerias. <laughs> wow. So it was what, 1950? 1957. And this is when... Uh, when they, Canada got introduced to yeah, pizza? I, I guess, yeah. yeah. Like nobody, we didn't have pizza here until 1957, apparently. I don't know. I don't know. A pizzeria. These are called pizzerias. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in one of the comments, though, that I was reading, somebody uh, had commented on this video and said that this woman was actually their mother-in-law. And she's still, like, she's still alive she's and still, still yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. Does she yeah. open her own? These are called pizzerias. <laughs> her own pizzerias? <laughs> wow. The best, I know. And that was from where? CBC? Yeah, I think it was just like a CBC. Because oh, back in the day, like, they had all these domestic shows, right? Like, sure. just teaching, I don't know, women how to, I don't be a housewife or something like that. It was 1957. Yeah, get and, your pencil and paper. Yeah. Write this down. <laughs> these are called pizzerias. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hello? Yo, it's Razamoka. You're joking. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on the treadmill. Let me get off. Are you kidding me? Hold on, let's back in. You're where? On the treadmill? Yeah. 
Working oh, out. shoot. Hello? Getting that morning workout in. Damn, girl. Sorry. I am giving up with your Is this a joke? So I'm just listening to you guys on the podcast right now. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. This is for real. What's your name? My name is Joe. Okay. Joe texted Roz mm-hmm. and said, <laughs> I finally watched that Black Mirror episode. Oh. <laughs> so, Joe... Because we talked about certain Black Mirror episodes, it's one of two that I think, okay? You know the one. It's either season one, episode one, National Anthem, or it's the one with Anthony Mackie called Striking Vipers. It's the one with Anthony Mackie. (laughs) (laughs) Striking Vipers mess me up, bro. (laughs) And I think my favorite part is how traumatized Mocha has been with that episode, and I'm also like I watch Roz, I listen to Roz Mocha every single day. Yeah. But I'm now I discovered your podcast recently, so I'm now starting like back from the very beginning. So I think I'm in 20, 2019 right now, uh-huh. and so it's still a reoccurring theme in twenty nineteen. So I'm not sure how you feel about it now. But okay. how does Mocha feel about it now? Put it this way: Mocha waited so long for the new Spider Man game to come out last Friday. Like so long, he had built his entire weekend around the new Spider Man game. When we were talking off the radio, off like there was no audience listening. It was literally Mocha and I. I said, "Hey, Mocha, is that a co-op game that you can play with somebody else?" <laughs> and and th- the man put his hand on his heart and started sweating <laughs> before before he told me no. You know, when I was playing the game, because in the new Spider Man game, you can play yeah. as like Peter Parker and Miles Morales. There's two. <laughs> there, there there are scenes. There are certain parts of the game where both of them are fighting like against the bad guys are teaming up right yeah and right. the first time i saw the two of them appear on screen at the same time <laughs> in those tight outfits uh, yeah yeah th- let me tell you joe i thought about that striking <laughs> <my first episode. laughs> yeah. you know there's no obligation right like you're not obligated to do anything <laughs> no i know but, some, but I know. sometimes but it's just but at that point like it's just partying right like uh, you know like you know you, you beat a you know you beat a big boss in the game and how else are you going to celebrate you know i know that's how i, I like to celebrate <laughs> Big things uh, in life. Joe, for anyone who hasn't seen Striking Vipers, the Black yes. Mirror episode with Anthony Mackie, uh, can you describe it? What happens? Um, well, Without giving sure. anything away. Yeah, of course. Well, you can't describe it without giving anything away because I think that's the intrigue. Because the reason I watched Black Mirror is because you talked about that. Yes. So I've never known what Black Mirror was. Right. I know a lot of people said it was disturbing. It was weird. I'm like, what is so disturbing that it's altered your life to that you know to that point and that's why i watched it so i don't think you can describe it because i think you need to leave it you know the mystery let the people discover it on their own <laughs> so so black the, the episode of black mirror and correct me if i'm wrong mocha um it's uh anthony mackie who's the other guy i don't even know who the other it's guy his was best friend. His, his best oh, friend but his yeah. um shem what's that guy's name you know that guy yeah hold on let me get his name um and they're there they play video games together it was like uh street fighter street fighter yes 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 Yes, and um, they somehow, I don't even know what the circumstances were, but they develop um, like a love affair in the game. Yes, where, because Anthony Mackie was like the male fighter. Yes. And his best friend in real life was a dude. Yes. His character in the game was like hot. a hot female fighter. Yes, right. And so they fall in love in the game, but only they're best friends in real life. And then um, like they, they like they do stuff in the game. But then they uh, do stuff in real life, right? 
Well, no, not do stuff. They had a moment of like, yes, yes, yes. yes. because they, they had they been fell playing in the love. Ga- they had been playing the game yes. so long and doing stuff in yes. the game for so long. They were like, hold on a second. Like, does that mean like are we in love or something? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I thought I had to try out my luck and text you guys. And I've listened to you guys for years, and you've never called me. All so right. this is unreal. And I was. A, Ready to fall off the treadmill because I'm like, this is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, girl, uh, thank you so much for texting. Thank you for listening, uh, for your dedication to the Roz and Mocha show. Before we let you go and get you uh, oh. back on that treadmill, back to your morning workout between Don't Roz ask. and Mocha. Don't ask. Joe, who is your favorite? <laughs> I've dreamt of this moment for years. Ah, sorry, I gotta give Roz this one. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I love you, Mocha. You guys are amazing. Honestly, you guys make my day. I'm in tears listening to you guys on, on the radio, on the podcast. My mom and I love you guys. I'm going to call her as soon as I get off the phone to you guys. She's not going to believe this. Uh, Joe, we love you right back. Have a great day, and thanks again for your support. Thank you, guys. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Laura, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's worst job in the world. We kicked this off uh, just a few weeks ago, and the response has been insane. A lot of people have some really terrible jobs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we have a leaderboard here. um, I think so far out of our top 10, we filled six spots. So Mm -hmm. there is a spot for you on the list. It's just where you place on the list. Currently at number one uh, is Matthew, who gave us a call and uh, his company does trauma cleaning. If you, right. could, if you could only imagine what that is. Uh, Ray is also on there. His company cleans up after squatters who have been living mm-hmm. in houses. Um, we got a, a, a nightclub bouncer who was on there who had somebody throw their colostomy bag at him oh, at yeah, work. Geese. <laughs> yeah. that guy. Yes. So we got a lot of people on there. Uh, what is your job and why do you feel it deserves to be on the Razamoka worst job in the world leaderboard? I'm a denturist. So those that don't know, I specialize in making dentures okay. for patients. Okay. So besides the fact that I work in people's mouths every day, mm-hmm. I have come across things such as maggots, snakes, bed bugs. The list goes on, but that's Whoa, what I deal hold with. Up. Hold on, we can just glossing over that. Yeah, okay. okay. We mean maggots and snakes. Where do you come across maggots and snakes? So what do you want to start? We'll start with the snake story. It's a little shorter. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when I was went to reach in to the patient's mouth to kind of take a look and go on from the corner of my eye. I noticed something was moving and she actually had her pet snake wrapped around her neck. Oh, she I, was it in her snake. I thought it was in her mouth. No, no, no. Oh, oh around her neck. And what do you say at that point? I, we asked her to leave. We said, unfortunately, no pets allowed. You had but to leave. That's not normal though. No, no. Okay. And that, that was the first. That, that that's like a first. that's like a one 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 bad day kind of thing, yes. right? Okay. Now tell so, us about the uh, the maggots. Let Let's get to what makes your job the worst job in the world. So bed bugs, I do deal with on a daily. Okay. The maggot story. Um, I had this patient, this client of mine. You're supposed to remove your dentures every day. You're supposed mm-hmm. to clean them out and remove them. He hasn't removed his upper denture for I would say about forty to thirty years. Oh my he god. When I went to go remove that upper denture, first of all, the smell that came out was atrocious. Yeah. There were maggots inside the denture and on the roof of his mouth. 
How does he not feel all that? I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I'm not too sure. What did you use to get it out? Like the, the, just, the denture? Like what did you use to pry it out of his mouth? I, my finger. So I physically, uh, like it, just the retention was there. I physically yeah. just put my hands in and removed it. But to remove the maggots from the denture, I physically had to use a tool and scrape it and scrape the roof of his mouth. Out. Oh, jeez. And what was his response after you said, sir, you got maggots in your mouth? He, he didn't know. He legit didn't know. He was like, oh, I, I just I never removed my denture. And then I had to explain to him the proper way to take care of it. But he, he physically didn't know. 30 years. Okay. Cool. That's so gross. Uh, well, Sham uh, can't even look at us right now. I know. Okay, Laura, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a couple of things here. Um, you have had some incredibly unfortunate and horrific experiences <laughs> doing what you do as a denturist. But I will say, if this was Roz and Mocha's worst day on the job, right? Maybe you could be up there, mm-hmm. okay? Because that was a bad day, terrible right? day. That's a terrible day on the job. <laughs> But I would say what you've said so far that you consistently deal with is that people have a couple bed bugs on them. Yeah. Right? So that's what we have Mm. to base this on as far as you qualifying for the worst job. You've had terrible days, Laura. Okay? (laughs) That I have. But I can't put you with this. The trauma person? I I can't put you higher than... I know where I, I think Laura should be. On where, the list. where I think Laura goes to number three and pushes the nightclub security guy down one. Hell no. No way. That's what I think. No. I think Laura is number three. If we're talking about their jobs, right? Which mm-hmm. is the sort of worst job. Laura, she works in, she does dentistry based, like dentures, right? And yeah. every now and then she got to deal with some bed bugs. The under, because Guy, the nightclub manager, had one of those same things where if that was worst day on the job, getting somebody's oh, yeah. colostomy bag and then their stomach opens and all their stuff fell on the what? sidewalk. Yeah. That's a terrible yeah. thing. But I would say what Guy has to deal with on a daily basis a is daily. far worse than what Laura has to deal with on okay, a daily basis. Okay, then Laura, basis. what about if Laura goes below Guy above the construction worker who has to clean up the construction site at the end of the day? I would put Laura at five. I think that Laura, you are uh, below. No. Yeah, I think, I think that Laura is just above the woman who makes government issued crack pipes and meth. No, bowls. the reason why I say Laura goes to number four is because that guy, the construction worker, Michael, uh, the worst it got, and it was one time he said was where he found somebody's dirty underwear stuffed in between lumber. But on consistently, the site. he's cleaning up bottles of urine, yeah, bed bugs. Bed bugs yeah, every day. I don't know. I don't know. I we may need a we may need a toe breaker on this one. Um, let's let's <laughs> let's uh, Shem. Let's get you in on this. Okay. Uh, oh, where, where do you think Laura falls here? <clears throat> uh, I'm actually going to say I think she should be number three because I nearly wanted to vomit okay, Shem, listening to this. Okay. Yeah. You did. You weren't listening to a word we said. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't, don't. We don't need your like. We're, we're, we've moved past three, yeah. Shem. Okay, the debate is five or six. Oh, okay. Well, the, oh, five or six. Or oh. sorry, four, no, four or five. Four or five. Then four. Then four for sure. Four yeah. for sure. Yeah. So you think above the construction worker? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's okay. a terrible. Okay. Oh, I'd say five. five. Yeah, I'm with you on five. But okay. Okay. So uh, so there we have it. Uh, you are on the list, Laura. Uh, you now sit at what five? No, number four. No, uh, no, Michael's number five. Five. No, she's five. No. Shem just said number four. I said four. Maurice said five. Maria is a tiebreaker. Maria, 
Uh, four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Four. Four it is. Uh, Laura, you are number four on the worst job okay. in the world. And 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 uh, uh, you've had a couple of really bad days, but a couple bad days doesn't make for the worst job. I appreciate it. Number four, uh, it is what it is. I'll n- take it. Number four. Thank you, Laura. Four. Have a great day and thank you for listening. Bye, guys. Take care. If you think you got the worst job in the world, the worst in the world, you can text us. You can always call us as well. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. It was over a year ago that uh, Roz released his memoir, A Little mm. Bit Broken. And just last week, you released the paperback version of it. Yeah. Very exciting. A lot of people were hype about that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people who bought the original copy last year ended up buying the uh, paperback version as well. On top of the audiobook. Yeah, I know. Version, there's, I'm getting a lot of messages where people are like, this completes the set of four. Ah. So it's the hardcover, the Kindle, the audio, and the paperback, which is crazy. And well, it's t- like Thanos collecting <laughs> the uh, Infinity Stones. <laughs> yeah. uh, and tonight I'm doing uh, a reading, because I never did a reading, and I didn't want to do a reading, because the whole thing just terrifies me. Um, but tonight I'm doing a reading with a, a friend of mine who's my tattoo artist. Uh, he wrote a book that came out. I didn't even know he was writing a book, and it came out the same time mine did. Uh, his name is Chris McDonald and he did a book called uh, The Things That Came Here With. Uh, so we're going to do it together because um, I don't want to do it alone. You should have called his a little bit ink. <laughs> Just a little ink. Uh, so it's uh, it's tonight at 6 p.m. at Queen Books and it's 914 Queen East. So I'm going to do a reading and then if you didn't get your book signed when we did all this last year, then I'll sign some books at the end and we'll have a, we'll have a good time. So when we were talking about this last week, I remember you said you were a little bit nervous yeah. about sitting in front of everyone and having to actually read the book don't because the last to. time you did that, was for the audiobook, yes. but you're in a studio, you're by yourself, there's like just sound guy there, mm-hmm. and that's it, right? Yep. So I thought maybe to help alleviate some of the nerves, okay. what if the team here, what if we all read something from a book that we have okay. as well? Yes. Since we're not like going to show up tonight and like take away the spotlight from you <laughs> and from Chris with reading yeah. uh, from our pages here. What if we did that here right now? Okay. And, and so what did you say you wanted to read? So I said I would read uh, pages from my journal, my diary from when I was a kid. Okay. Uh, Shem was going to read a Bible verse. Right. Maria said that she had a book on horoscopes oh, that she was going to read a page for. Yes. And Dan Mori had some um, notes from therapy. Oh my God. God. Now, I wanted to make sure I checked with Maury before we got on the radio. I was like, dude, are you okay to do this? Yeah. And Maury said, I have something that I feel comfortable sharing. Okay. So you can choose, Roz, where we start. Uh, let's start with, uh, let's start off on a positive note. Uh, Maria, would you like to kick us off with some horoscopes? For sure. Okay. I will do a quick guide to Leo, myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. A sunny and bright personality, warm and passionate, big hearted and generous, loyal and courageous. The Leo character comes into the world bursting with energy and ready to be noticed. Her ruling planet, sun. Mode element, fixed fire. Special day of the week, Sunday. Best at being the boss, playing and having fun. Big hearted generosity, stealing the show, showing off your talents, enjoying a five-star lifestyle, chasing fame and fortune. Weaknesses, bossy. (laughs) (laughs) self-oriented attention seeking I shouldn't have read this one arrogance arrogance maybe you want to stop right there I'm going to do some really bad ones Um, I'm going to skip Leo quote okay 
Courage is not the absence of fear. It is acting in spite of it. Hey! Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of characteristics that, I don't want to read in there. Does that, does that make you feel better a little bit? Yeah, little bit? yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you what does make me feel better is that uh, I love, Maria, that you chose to um, uh, accentuate something that was um, not putting you in the best light. Yeah. <laughs> you skipped over a lot of stuff I saw in there. You got, you got to bossy and egotistical and you were like, okay, let's just, let's just put it there. Uh, uh, Mocha, would you like to read some sports scores from your um, Garfield journal? Oh, um, yeah, I could. I have some other passages. You do? Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have some other things that, uh, that I found. And you wrote this when? Um, so this one here, oh, it's actually, it says in, in here, grade six. Okay. Last <laughs> night, all the teachers and some parents met in the gym. My parents were talking to Miss Casson, and Miss Casson said a lot of nice things about me. There's that note. <laughs> Aw. Beautiful. Wonderful. Uh, another entry. Uh, today, the grade six boys are having a junior Olympics in the 100 meters. The events are Dion versus Ian, Christian versus Shannon, Michael versus Oliver, and the main event is Jason versus Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me get through a couple more here. Uh, today we had a play at school. It was uh, about a true story. Tonight, the Toronto Maple Leafs won against the LA Kings, 5-2. to two. The time right now is 10.19 p.m. <laughs> Ice timestamp everything <laughs> in some of these journals. Weird. Here, I got one more. Uh, today, my class played floor hockey uh, for gym. My team won, 2-1. to one. Tonight, I almost missed part of my cartooning class. I was 10 minutes late. The time right now is 8.45 p.m. Hey! Hey! Uh, damn it, boy. Uh, now, you have, uh, this is your notebook from therapy, you said, right? His notes to me. His notes to you? Yeah. Oh, jumping. Okay. Okay. Are you sure about this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. I found okay. one that doesn't mention people. Okay. Yeah. Maury, I wanted to drop you a quick note to talk about the stuff we've been diving into during our sessions about your abandonment issues. Um, understanding the way. Keep thinking about why you feel this way. Past experiences and relationships have shaped your fears. We'll figure this out together. Boosting confidence. You're an amazing person who deserves love and belonging. Practice self-love <laughs> and give yourself credit. Check. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did he write check or that was like your that was note me to going, I did that. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, next, yeah, next, yeah. next. Healthy relationships. It's a journey, but building strong and secure relationships is possible. Work on trust, good communication, and setting healthy boundaries. <laughs> is this like a real human being that you see? Or this sounds to me like Chat GPT. <laughs> no, this is from Dr. Uh, Dr. Gossovitz. Really? Yeah. Okay. Keep showing up. Don't give up on therapy. We'll keep uh, working on this thing, on these things together. Remember, it's a process, and it's okay to have ups and downs. Just keep at it, and I'm here to help. Oh, okay, there we go. Yay, wonderful. Uh, is, this, is this helping to alleviate any of yes. the uh, the nervousness that you have Listen, about your own book reading tonight? Listening to everybody else do a live read from something that is extremely personal to them is, in fact, helping. Yes, okay. you're 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 right. Uh, Shem, you have what for us today? Oh, I have a passage from the Bible. The Bible, I you sure say. do. And, okay. I feel like, and I feel like it's very appropriate. Okay. This is Psalm 23, verse 4. All right. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, oh. I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff comfort me. Yo, isn't that a Coolio song? Gangster's Paradise? <laughs>
Hey man, listen. Isn't that? <laughs> as I walk through the. Okay, so Shem, uh, reading from the Bible and Coolio. And Coolio. Thank Thank you. Coolio. Yes. All right. If you I'm want ready to, for tonight. Uh, I'm ready for you? tonight. Right. Yes. If you yes. want to meet Roz tonight, maybe get your book signed and see. Uh, you don't know what page you're reading yet, right? I don't. I don't. I have not decided okay. yet. I have right. not decided yet. Uh, so, the details uh, on that once again. Uh, six o'clock tonight. Get there early. Uh, Queen Books, 914 Queen East. I think that's like Queen and Logan. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Uh, six o'clock tonight. Queen Books, 914 Queen Street East. Love it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So it was a chill night at the bookstore last night, Roz. Oh, yeah. In celebration of the paperback version of your memoir, A Little Bit Broken, Mm -hmm. available everywhere. And uh, Queen Books invited you out. Yeah, it was great. I did it with a buddy of mine, Chris McDonald, who's got a book out too. And uh, it was chill. Like the the last time we did this when we were at Indigo, it was like bonkers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But last night was chill. Like there wasn't music playing or anything. And I walked in, I was like, oh my God. Like I felt like I was, I was like Too super, quiet. I was super self-conscious actually. Were you? Because like, everybody was just there waiting for me. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I didn't know, like I, I just kind of walked in and then it was like, everybody just sort of looked to the front door and it was, I just like, I walked in. I was like, oh my <laughs> was it, God. Was it one of those places where you open the door and like a bell rings? Uh, at the back, because I snuck out the back door oh, for a little bit, right? Okay. Um, but uh, but no, it was it's a beautiful bookstore. My God, they have a great spot. Uh, but yeah, it was like it was it was good. It was yeah. it was chill, and 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 we tried to sort of like be a little bit more low key about it, just because you don't want like. My God, like 500 people showing up to a tiny little... You don't need me up in there yelling. No, 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 no. That's why I was happy you weren't there. You know, like it was just, it wasn't that, uh, it wasn't that kind of vibe. I showed my support from far away. Yes, but it was a really, it was a really beautiful night. It was, uh, it was good. I was nervous as hell and, but people were, people were great. And what was uh, the, um, what made you the most nervous this time around? Because the um, book is already out, right? Yeah. Like, the book had, is, has been out for well over a year now. Yeah. And did, people know the story. People have listened to the audiobook. So mm-hmm. you get a sense that uh, people know you a little bit more. What made last night a little bit more... N- I guess. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't want to cry. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. in the. I wasn't sort of in the mood to cry. Right. I haven't cried from about the book in a very long time because I spent so much time crying when I was writing it. Yeah. Uh, and I just didn't want to cry. And then so I, it was very difficult for me to find something in there to read that would be entertaining. That wasn't too long. Sure. That would. You know. I kind of wanted to try and find something that was a little bit more funny or had funnier parts in it. Uh, so, cause I just, I didn't want to cry and then, but I thought that maybe like nerves would take over and then I'd just start crying, reading something funny. And then that was going to all go down the drain. Had but, you been uh, asked to do a, a I live have, reading yes, before? Yes, 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 yeah. I have. And I've said no to all of them. I, I've been asked to, to host big book events and do readings and all this stuff. And I've just said no, just full stop across so the board. So we understand that you read two excerpts from your book. Yeah. Let's go back to uh, last night real quick. I didn't know what to read tonight and I sort of put it out to some friends on uh, on social and through text and everything else and uh, a really good friend of mine, Jody Davis, who is incredibly smart and has guided me through so many things in life and on television, um, suggested two and uh, the one that he suggested was just the absolute perfect. So... Uh, I'm going to go with his suggestion. Um, But before I do that, there's a part that I want to read quickly to just sort of set up kind of who my old man was because it will make the other chapter make a whole lot uh, more sense. So, yeah. 
Was that the moment that the nerves kind of hit you? Because um, you set it up and now you're like, okay, yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah. I was nervous. I was like shaking. So I had to like, I sit with, I sit like sort of like all crunched up in a little ball, right? Mm. Like they my, give you my, a stool or my, like a chair I was in arms. a chair, but, but like my legs are crossed yeah. and I'm like, you know, just like gripping things real hard. Yeah, it's, it, it's nervous. I don't like doing stuff like that. It was worth it though. What are you showing, oh. Maury? Is this him last night? Yeah. Is that the the is that the Maury took the oh, absolute worst picture of me that has I ever been taken of me? Oh, that is nice the single worst picture. This one? Nice the angle is terrible. You're like way down low. Nobody takes a picture of somebody looking like that. It's a terrible photo. Wow. What'd you think of my outfit though? I like it. Yeah? Look at that. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, thank you. I wore a hat. You did? Yeah. I never see you in a hat. No, do you like my hat, Maury? Set up straight next time. What's that? Maybe oh. set up straight next oh. time. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> It was a celebration. You coming in here with the heat. How <laughs> are you going to cook your mans like that? Uh, I mean, just been talking about being nervous. It's an emotional night. You cooking the guy over his, his pasta. It's like a terrible photo. I'm like, well, I, I, I think you sure. gave me nothing to work Shush, with. Let's go back to last night real quick. For anyone my age who grew up in this part of the world, this was our first real experience with war and what it looked like. And it looked like MTV. It was a show. I remember all the excitement and pageantry really pissing my dad off. At the time, nobody knew anything. Nobody knew the entire thing was only going to last a month or so. It's a Gulf War. This was the, the first yeah. time I ever turned on the television and saw the word war flashed across the screen. It was scary and confusing, and I remember firing off questions at my dad like he was some sort of expert. I was trying to make it make sense. What happens now? How do they win? What are they fighting over? My pops did his best to answer the best he could while trying to mask his absolute rage. He knew what he was watching. He'd seen it all before. He'd lived it. What happens if there's a draft, I remember asking. That was the last question of the night and the easiest one for him to answer. You don't have to worry about that, he said, shaking his head and clenching his fists without taking his eyes off the TV. They won't do that again, not here anyway. And if they did, there's no way. There's no way you're going off to fight someone else's war. You're not going to die for whatever lies started the show. I take a baseball bat to your knee. Both of you, you and your brother. Your left knee, so you'd still be able to drive a car. Maybe not a standard, but you'd never make it through the physical, let alone boot camp. I'd make sure of that. I'd always had a pretty good idea of what my dad was willing to do to keep me safe, but this was the first time I realized what he was willing to, willing to do to keep me alive. Wow. Yeah, so that that's beautiful. Powerful. Very. Uh, and Dan Mori out there at the chill night at the bookstore talking to fans <laughs> as well. Who's having a good time at the bookstore? Oh, no. They gave you a mic? Yeah. He's excited to meet Roz Weston. You're the hype man in this thing? Yeah. When I say Roz, you say Weston. Roz. Weston. Roz. Weston. When I say a little bit, you say broken. A little bit. Broken. A little bit. Broken. Woo! <laughs> Oh my God! Lots of fans. It's so nice. Talk to me about this life-changing experience. Seeing Roz read part of his book for the first time. Well, I've been a big fan of Roz for a really long time, and um, his book was very impactful on me. It, it was a really great experience to meet him, and he remembered me. Will you ever, ever forget such an incredible moment as meeting Roz Weston? Never. I love him. And I'm so happy I got to meet him. I missed the, the first book signing, so I'm really happy I came, I came to this one. If you were named this one, would you say a wild night at a small bookstore? 
Yeah, or what Mocha said, a chill night at this bookstore. See? You just got a photo with Ralph. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> what was that moment like for you? Amazing, mesmerizing. You are next in line to get Roz to sign your book. What was it like to witness him read from the book, and how excited are you to meet him? I feel like I'm going to walk out of here a changed person because of that. <laughs> I overheard you saying to somebody that this was a life-changing experience. I think it was. Roz is such a, a wise person in my eyes. Like, I just love hearing him talk and stuff like that. And hearing him in person, I feel like it just there's more of an impact to it. Roz is currently signing your book right now. What is this experience like for you? Amazing. I've been thinking about it since I heard. You can touch him. You can reach out. Literally touch Roz right now. <laughs> I, I listen to Roz and Mocha all, every morning. Every morning since my son was little. He's now 18. We're still going strong. Wow. That's crazy. How excited are you going to meet Roz next? <sighs> I've been listening for so long. It's insane to see him in person. He's taller than I imagined. Okay, say something to him. How are you? Yeah. I've been listening to you since I was a kid. Aww. Just you're taller than I imagined. <laughs> Anything you want to say to Roz before you leave? He's my favorite. <laughs> you were the last person in line, and you're going to be the last person to see Roz tonight. How does that make you feel? Oh, we feel brilliant. We're going to ask him what his cat's names are. What was it like <laughs> being here to experience Roz reading from the book? Was that magical for you? It was very moving to hear his story, for sure. And he looks very different in real life, doesn't he? Better or worse? Wow. Uh, oh, that's a hard question. No, it's not. <laughs> I think he looks very rustic compared to the front of the book. Yeah, for sure. Rustic? <laughs> a little bit rustic. rustic. <laughs> oh, congratulations, The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. What up, y'all? What's How's going everybody? on, everybody? How's everybody feeling? Great! Yes. Yeah. Majestic. Really? Huh? Majestic. What, feeling what, good, what is, man. What does majestic feel like, man? Um, yeah, you're you all buttoned button, up, too. Button up? <laughs> and, yeah. And you do the button, like, up, up. All the way. All, all the way, way, man. Are you hiding a hickey? No. No. I wouldn't hide that. <laughs> no, pride, yeah, man. It's called class. Thank you. Yeah. What yeah. you got going on today? You doing church stuff? No, no. I'm oh. staying away from church for a little while. Oh. Yeah. Why? Oh, what'd you do? Well, it messed up denouncing? my... It messed up my voice, um, oh, right. and it still has, quite frankly, so I'm staying away from the Lord. You went too uh, hard in church. I went way too hard. I haven't had a rehearsal since. Yeah. Since yeah. when? How long? Uh, this was last week. Last you're, week, you're, you're, wearing wearing a, you're wearing a short sleeve dress shirt button all the way up. You look oh, yeah. like you're going to come to my door and sell me something. <laughs> <laughs> Probably salvation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you heard the good word of the Lord? <laughs> well, let me tell you. I would never do that. No, I remember yeah. one time, I think I was in high school, and these two old ladies showed up at our house, and it was winter. Oof. And it was one of those, they had the, the pamphlets, the cartoon pamphlets, yeah. right? Trying to talk about the good Lord. And it was a Saturday. <sighs> Come on now. Wrestling's on. And I felt so bad because it was cold. But I wouldn't let them in the house. Yeah. Just they wanted them. to come in the house? Yeah. So I let them stay at the front. We had one of those where there's the front door, right? There's the step. And then there's like another door. There's another screen yeah, door. Yeah, right? sure. So they're kind of warm. Yeah. And it was like maybe I listened. I felt so bad. And I must have listened to them 
talk to me about the Lord for about 15, 20 minutes. What kind of Lord though? Like what were they like Latter-day Saints? Were they Jehovah's Witness? Jehovah's, yeah, Jehovah's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and you're like, no thanks, me, I like birthday parties? And they're, yeah, yeah, and they were <laughs> showing me the pamphlet and like comic listen, book style. I would listen to you, right? but I, my birthday is literally next week. I got a lot planned. Bro, let me tell you how mad <laughs> my father got. Because it was winter and I had the door open a little bit, oh, so the cold air. Yeah. And he was like, "I'm trying to heat the house, the and like in. it's freezing yeah, it's in good. here. It's not good." He was so upset. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not good. Yeah, no, I, you don't get a lot of that anymore. People mm-hmm. coming to the door, and uh, in my neighborhood, you do, but it's just like political stuff, like oh my god, and the charities and all that. Yeah. And listen, I, they always just come at the wrong time. They think it's the right time; it's always the wrong time. Uh, but yeah, no, selling the Lord—that was a big thing growing up. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. Like you would like on Sunday, like we—I wouldn't watch. T- I would watch TV in the basement as opposed to the family room mm-hmm. on a Sunday because you could see the family room through the window at the front door. Oh, and it was yeah. So you can't play like you're not home. Yeah. It was like an open invite. Yes. To anyone. Yeah. And then you see just, you hear the doorbell and you're like, oh God. And then you just see that lean where they yeah. just like look through the, they look through oh, the window. Oh, and it's the worst if you make eye contact oh, and, I'm and like, you're like, oh, I'm like, what is he wearing? What is he wearing? What is he wearing? Ah, uh, white shirt, black tie. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't want to invite the Lord into your lives? Huh? What's wrong with that? Uh, wow. No, so listen, sim- Halloween was like three days away. I already had my costume. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I'm like, listen, (laughs) I appreciate what you're doing, but I can't get a refund on this. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Let's go, Raptors! That'll do it. Toronto Raptors take it on opening night. 97 94. And Darko Ryakovich. In his NBA head coaching debut, gets the win. Beautiful wow. game. Undefeated yes. for the season. I know that the score was right. tight, but was the game tight? Yes. Yeah. The whole way through. Yeah. The whole way through was tight. Dude, I like wow. that. Some people are saying they were like, you know, finding their footing sloppy. Do you believe that? Oh, yeah. It's, it's game, game one. one. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's so early. I just wanted to sound yeah. smart. Yeah. <laughs> you did, by the way. Why did someone say, say that? But then why did you attribute that to somebody else? Because like that, that's how you sound smart. You know, I heard a guy say. No, that's not how you sound smart. Oh, you I should have been it. like, oh, I see what you're saying. I should have been like, you know, I found. Yes. Okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even the uh, new coach. Um how do you say it? Darko, Darko Ryakovich. Uh, Ryakovich. I got to get used That's to that. That's a great name. Uh, new coach, first game, first win, right? And he's in the uh, locker room afterwards, just like spitting real talk with the team. Winning is f-ing fun. Okay? And it's not easy. And you guys gave it all out there. Okay? And I'll tell you this. None of you guys played the best game of the season tonight. Okay, we have so much more room for improvement. And that's our goal, night in, night out, to continue getting better. Yes, sir. What you guys did, we stay together. And you got, 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 got to win for the team. Hello, job, guys. Bring it in. What you got, baby? What you got? What you got? Family on three. One, two, three. Family! Yeah. I love that. What did he say? Family. Family oh, on three. Yes. Oh. Like Fast and the Furious. I've Should always we? wanted to do that here. Should we do that? Should we have that chant? What? Why not? Like Family after every show, three? at the end of every show, like we get together and huddle and put our hands in the middle and then family on three, one, two, three. Family! Family! Right? Where, where were you with that? 
Yes. <laughs> what? I'm still okay. thinking about whether we should do it or not. We just so, did okay, it. Because I think on. it's going to be awkward because oh, I think that man. in a situation like this, some people are going to put three syllables in family and some people are going to put two. So let's try it. And it's not going to sound Marie, right. Maria's not and, here today. She's sick. Yeah. But is this going to be one of those things where every day after the show, it's just going to be me, Shem, Mori, and Maria? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And like after, I, I you, like know, we'll just wait till after you leave, so, I'm gonna, you, so it's not awkward. I'll have to see it happen a few times. Like before. one, two, three, family. family. Now, do you you do three? Do you family or do you do yeah. family? Family. Yeah. I say family. Family. Three that's syllables. How, that's how I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I don't uh, know. Dave Mori hit the streets after. <laughs> <laughs> the Raptors uh, had their big win against Minnesota last night. All right, one game down, hundreds to go. How was hundreds? That? You oh, you know, I loved it. The atmosphere. Yo, why? How many games you... do you think they play in a season? I have no idea. Like, don't they play like hundreds? How many do you think? <laughs> don't say anything, Sean. How yeah. many do you think, Maury? Honestly, like two twenty-five. No, you don't lie. Two hundred twenty-five games. Like they play until next year. No, between now and April, bro. Yeah, that's a lot. 200 games? Major League Baseball doesn't even play 200 games in a regular season. Okay, you're making me and feel wrong. And they play two in one day. Yes. Okay, you're making me feel very wrong. No, because I'm not making you feel Hundreds. wrong. You're f- making yourself feel wrong. <laughs> you know how many games this season the Raptors are playing? Well, obviously not hundreds now. 82. <laughs> what do you mean now? <laughs> like That's 82? 82 82. Game. All right, one game down, hundreds, hundreds. to go. How was that? You were in time. <laughs> oh, you know, I loved it. The atmosphere was awesome. The energy of the Raptors yes. this year looks great. Go, we're yes. looking great, and I think we're going to end up in a nice spot, like about fifth or sixth, we're maybe fourth. We're looking good this year. This is a good start to the season, no? Any first win of the year at Freaking good, my brother. <laughs> Bro, I see the talent there, right? You know, we don't have Van Vliet. Nope. We're sorry, but we got some good guys in there, man. Well, after this first game, what does it look like for the season? Playoffs for sure, man. What would you have done differently at this game? Ah, they won, bro. It was good. Um, it was a great game, you know. The players played a really well game. Uh, they should keep it up, and I mean, good hopes for the season, you know? The Raptors are winning it this season, bro. Dennis Schroeder, the addition of Dennis Schroeder, Jacob Poto, bro. We have so much more depth. You know, we needed to lose Fred, I feel like. I don't know. We're going crazy this year. You know, I would not have played Cinderella. Do you know why? Why? Because she runs away from the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that. It's a joke. Do, 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 no, I actually have no idea what you... I don't understand your joke. <laughs> okay, how about that, huh? Amazing win. Great win for the city. We came out to represent. Shout out to Coach Darko. Offense looks a little bit stagnant sometimes, but we made it out with the win. That's what matters most. I'm, I'm really glad that they didn't play Cinderella. Do you want to know why? Tell me about it. Why do you say that? Because she would have run away from the ball. <laughs> That's a good one, man. That's a good one. I'm fired up by the season. Big game tonight. I'm pretty pumped. I'm not going to lie. You <laughs> seem pumped enough. <laughs> I was pretty pumped in there. You, you don't seem pumped. I'm not feeling the pump. I have the Grady Dick thing plus the freaking popcorn. I'm good. <laughs> I'm not feeling the pump. I don't know. Do you want me to yell? No, I don't want you to yell. Show me some excitement. Let's go, Raptors. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Trolls Band Together is a new movie dropping November 19th. And today, the soundtrack came out, Roz. <laughs> and it's all Justin Timberlake, because Justin Timberlake plays Branch, the character of Branch in the Trolls movies. Right. So you got JT all over the album. You got Anna Kendrick, who plays Queen Poppy in the Trolls movies. I like as what well. she sings and stuff. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Um, and we all know NSYNC got together 
for a song called Better Place. We should play that sometime on the show. (laughs) (laughs) So NSYNC appears on the soundtrack once and once only, just for that song, Better Place. Everything else, it's all the cast from the movie. What is it labeled as? Uh, Trolls, Band Together, Original Motion Picture. No, no, no. I mean the NSYNC song. Oh, NSYNC. It's labeled as NSYNC. NSYNC. It is. Okay, okay. Uh, so there's one song, so I listen to the soundtrack, right? Because I love those movies. Mm-hmm. And they just do their own covers uh, of all sorts of different pop and rock songs. It's like the Chipmunks. Right. Yeah. And there's one standout song, and I cannot wait for this scene in the movie. Because what you get from the trailer is you find out that JT's character, Branch, when he was younger, used to be in a boy band with his brothers, mm-hmm. right? Hence, band together. And the brothers have to get together to get through the rest of the movie. One of them's kidnapped or something. Oh, uh, so in this song, the group is called Brozone, right? That branch <laughs> is a part of. <laughs> Sounds like a cologne. So here is a montage that's going to appear in the movie that's on the soundtrack Yeah. of Justin Timberlake, uh-huh. Eric Andre, who's a character in the, in the movie, David Diggs, who's also a character, and Anna Kendrick, doing a medley of popular boy band songs. Okay. My girl's like candy, a candy treat. She knocks me right up off my feet. She's so fine, as can be. It's like the perfect harmony. Candy girl, you are my world. You look so sweet. The songs together when they do those medleys, yeah. always a banger. Yeah, that's always, great. always that's great. so good. That's great. Uh, so that's going to appear in the new Trolls movie and on the soundtrack, which is out right now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Kiaha, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. good. Uh, Kiaha, uh, where and when does your hell of a story take place? It takes place in Portland, Oregon, in 2012. Wow. Okay. So what happened? So I was on a dating website on Plenty of Fish. Uh, He was really handsome. He was very funny. Um, He was a photographer. So he was really interested in things like art and culture and was just 
He seemed like a really fun person to be around. He invited me out on a date. I said yes. Up until the time that you uh, decided to or agreed to to meet up with him, how long had you been in communication just online on Plenty of Fish? Uh, Probably about three weeks. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So he wants to what? He wants to take you out? Yeah, he wanted to take me to dinner and a movie less than a mile from my home. How old are you at this point? I was 25. And how old was he at this point? He said he was 24. Oh, okay, cool. So your age. Yeah, he was supposed to be my age. Um, So he has this muscle car that he had restored, and he was very proud of it. Damn. So he um, picks me up, and I see the car, and it's, it's beautiful. It's this like 65 Mustang. It's black. It's, it's incredible. It is a really beautiful car, but I get into it and I notice that there's no chest strap to like lock you in place. There's just the lap belt. Oh, and cool. I have like alarm belts going off because I'm like, this, I don't know if this is very safe. And again, I like try to push it to the side yeah. and I get in the car. Okay. Um, so we get, we get to dinner. Dinner is fine. Uh, we went to this little Hawaiian spot and then we we're going to go see our movie. Less than maybe a quarter mile from where we currently were. Okay. So we get back in the car. We head out of that um, parking lot and go to take a left. And we're at the bottom of this hill taking this left. It's a blinking yellow arrow. So you're supposed to yield to any oncoming traffic. And for some reason, he pulls into the intersection and stops midway through the turn. So I turn to look at him like, what are you doing? And then I turn back the other way to look out of my passenger window and all I see are headlights. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, so I'm completely out, and I remember thinking, oh, my God, this is how I die. This is how I die? In a a strange guy's muscle car you met on Plenty of Fish. Yeah. Oh, my God. Less than a mile from home. So what happened? Okay. Well, I woke up, um, and I couldn't figure out why it was so loud and why my eyes are burning and what was going on, and I finally start to come around, and then I hear a firefighter yell, She's alive. Oh, my and I'm like, God. Oh, whoa, 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 hold oh. on. Yeah. So you actually got into an accident. Yes. Like, it was bad. This car, it was a Jeep Cherokee, had smashed into my side of the car at 50 miles an hour. Oh, my God. So yeah. you oh, wake up, impact. firefighters are yelling, she's, she's alive, alive, she's alive, and then what? And I realized that they're they're trying to get the car open because how it hit us, I'm trapped in the car. I can't get out. They're using the jaws of life to cut the car apart to pull me out. And as this is happening, my date is like frantically apologizing. He's fine. He looks like maybe he's got a couple of bumps and bruises, but the impact was all on me. And I'm like wiggling my toes. Like, am I paralyzed? Please don't let me be paralyzed. I can wiggle my toes, but you're in shock at that point. So you can't mm-hmm. feel anything. And so um, the firefighters are yelling at me not to move, to just relax and wait. And, Silly me is like, oh, I can help you guys get out of the car. So I try to move myself <sighs> to pull away from the door. Oh. And all I felt was just excruciating pain. And then I passed out. And I had shattered my femur, my pelvis. I had broken all of my ribs, oh lacerated God. my liver, and my face had taken out the window. Oh, oh my God, girl. God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. So uh, they get me out of the car. Um, and I realized just how bad everything was once they pulled me out. It was so bad. I would have done anything to not feel that pain. So we uh, went to the ER, obviously. And um, I passed out again and I woke up. And there was like a surgeon who was trying to remove glass from my face. Mm. And I realized that 
the reason that my eyes were burning so badly in the car was because I was bleeding so much that there was blood in my eyes, mm. and that's what was burning. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god. Okay, so, so wait, wait, wait. So when you're in this hospital, right, and all this is going on, mm-hmm. the guy who you went on a date with, the guy who was driving the the the, the muscle car, which eventually mm-hmm. got into this car accident, yep. was he at the hospital as well? He was. He was in the same hospital. But I don't know just like how far away he was from me when my dad heard what had happened. This madman starts walking up and down the ER, yelling this man's name to try to like fight him. Your, your, <laughs> dad, your dad wanted to beat this. Your dad wanted to beat your date up. He really did. He was so mad, and I'm like, okay. "You are being ridiculous. This is an accident. It's just let this go." So okay. I'm sure that that poor guy got out of there as soon as possible. So I'm sure you I had a you had a hell of a recovery ahead of you. I did. Um, we had to have. Uh, one really long surgery to repair my shattered femur mm-hmm. and my pelvis. And I didn't realize that you, know, you can't just put a cast on a bone like that. You actually have to install like titanium rods and pins yeah. so that I'd be able to actually stand. So my surgeon, who was fantastic, he told me, you know, I'm going to be totally blunt. I don't know if you're ever going to walk the same again. And I don't like being told that I can't do things. Mm-hmm. They hired physical therapists. I had people coming by to help work with me. And in six weeks, I took my very first step. So what happened to the, what happened to the guy? Oh, oh, here's the kicker. So this, this child, not guy, child, oh. um, I hear from him later on. And it turns out he's 19. He's not 24. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> he lived at home with his parents. He was just terrified. And... He had reached out like weeks after, like, you know, basically just saying, I'm so sorry this happened. Like, yeah. please don't ruin my life. And I'm like, why on earth would you lie about your age? Like, I, there's no way I would have gotten in the car with somebody who's like young enough to be my kid brother. That, yeah. That's just not good. Yeah. But uh, I did tell him, you know, no hard feelings. I understand accidents happen. You didn't do this intentionally, but I'm never going on a second date with you. Wow. That's never happening. Wow. Can I just say real quick, wow. when we were asking about the guy earlier, Kiaha, I yeah. thought that you were going to end this story by saying he was there with you throughout the recovery. He helped you with everything. <laughs> oh, and now you two of you are like happily married with kids. No, he, 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 li- he lied. <laughs> <laughs> he, lied, he lied, and had he not he lied. Li- and had he not lied, she never would have gotten the yeah, car with yeah, his jabroni yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow! 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 That is like one incredible hell of a story. Yeah, definitely a hell of a story. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for sharing with us, Kiaha. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Wrestling group chat was live this weekend. Oh no! What happened? Here we go. <laughs> you okay if I check my phone? <laughs> I almost invited you to the group chat, Roz. Somebody please message me right now. Shem is in the group chat. I need it. Our buddy Rojo is in the group chat. DM me, send me a text. And Alex is in the group chat. Not our boss, Alex. No. The next guy named Alex. So Mick Foley, a.k.a. Mankind, a.k.a. Dude Love, a.k.a. Cactus Jack, Mm -hmm. was on the latest episode of Hot Ones. Okay. On YouTube, where they sit around eating hot wings. Yeah. Right? like that show a lot. So before we get to what some of the guys sent voice notes about, in the group chat. Yeah. Uh, here's one portion of uh, the interview they did with the great Mick Foley. How about this? Is it, uh, is it true that you, though muzzle, do you wrestled a bear in 1985? <laughs> yeah, I think my third, ma- my fourth match in my career was against a bear. <laughs> How'd that go? 
Not well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they never go well. A bear is like eight to ten times stronger than a human being, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the bears from Canada had killed a person. I mean, that's a historical fact. But that's what we do. We say we can do things, but we don't know if we can. So I didn't know the danger I was in. I just knew that I jumped on its back, trying to, like, turn into a show, and the bear stood up and threw me across the ring. And that's when I realized the bear was eight to ten times stronger than I was. Uh, and I laid down and let that bear defeat me. I was humbled. Smart. Oh, yeah. Smart. Humbled, big time. So if you don't know, Mick Foley's one of these guys in the WWE. Like, back in the day, he went to the extreme yeah. with a lot of his matches. Thumbtacks being thrown off of top of steel cages. Best. Yeah. Right? A chair to, like, straight to the face. He got his ear ripped off. Ugh. His teeth got knocked out, and they zoomed in on a bloody mat, the wrestling ring. Yeah. He, and you can see, like, multiple of his yeah, teeth. The man has one ear. Yep. And he's had um, hair ripped out of his head during a match, yeah. and he still leaves bloody with a psychotic smile on his face. This is Mick Foley on uh, Hot Ones. What's the Foley risk-reward analysis? <laughs> <laughs> It's the instantaneous Foley risk-reward ratio analysis. Uh, just, you want a case in point? Yeah, yeah, I'd love one. All right, so uh, January 2000, just a few blocks away, Madison Square Garden. Uh, I remember Mr. McMahon saying to me in Triple H, you know, no thumbtacks. And then as soon as uh, Mr. McMahon walked away, Triple H looked at me and goes, you put him under the ring already. Right? yeah, I got to take him care this is one of the last matches of my career. And so it was a big moment. And I just saw that majestic, you know, pile. There were five, 6,000 tacks. And I thought about the wisdom of taking the pedigree face first in those thumbtacks. And I came to the conclusion that, okay, I could lose an eye, but imagine the pop. <laughs> <laughs> he did Legend. in that match. Correct me if I'm wrong, Shem, but he did ruin or damage one of his eyes. Yeah, he took a couple of uh, thumbtacks to the eye. It's amazing. Oh, what a legend. God. What a legend. <laughs> you guys are animals. <laughs> and that's why we get voice notes like this in the group chat, the wrestling group chat. Yo, as someone who's half Guyanese and can't handle spice, the disappointment of my father, and someone who also probably wouldn't be okay being thrown off a 20-foot tall steel cage... I actually sympathize with the pain Mick felt at the end of this, but can we talk about how he was okay with losing an eye by being thrown face first into thumbtacks just for the crowd reaction? Also, who has a crush on Janice from Friends? Legit, though, we need to protect Mick Foley at all costs. Oh, yeah, because he talked about in the interview about his crush on Janice from Friends. Janice? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Chandler Bing. Chandler. <laughs> anyway, that's a little insight as to what our nerdy group chat, wrestling group chat, is like on the daily. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Weather is actually going to be not bad this week. Really? Well, today, 13. It was f- like frost on my car this morning. Really? Uh, tomorrow, 20 degrees. Wednesday, 20 degrees. Thursday, 20 degrees. Friday, 22 degrees. Yeah. Perfect for outdoor fall photos. Really? Oh. Oh, it's going to be cloudy like all week and then rain oh. as well. well cloudy is good for photos. Thursday rain and Friday. Rain isn't. Not rain though. Thursday and Friday we're getting rain. Jeez, man. Yeah. Who does fall photos? Like, I've always wanted to do one with Matthew and the dog. Yeah. Like a fall photo shoot? Yeah, with leaves around. Mm-hmm. 
Probably. Dogs pee in those, though. Who's messing around oh, with leaves? Oh, I know. My dog loves... We were raking leaves yesterday, yeah. and the golden tig yeah. loves going up to a big pile of leaves and hiking that leg up. Yeah. And whizzing all over it. Yeah, man. I'm like, man, I got to pick that up. We got Maury out here doing fall photo shoots. And peace <laughs> up leaves. Yeah, man. Like, so what happens when you ask Matthew? Oh, no, no. It's, it's a whole thing. Like They have to Maybe. find matching outfits. Like Matthew and the dog have matching outfits. Oh. <laughs> Describe the outfit. Oh, it's like for this kind of season, for fall, they're like plaid, like red and black sort of plaid outfits. Yeah, like the typical sort of... Yeah. Yeah. Because so, he bought one for him and one yeah. for the dog. I do not have one. So you, did, he didn't get one for you? No. Was that not part of the discussion? No. It was like, uh, he goes, I have to, I have to match my son. <laughs> oh, that's so weird when people call a dog the son. Damn. Oh, Romeo, my son, too. Do you? Yeah. Oh, my God. You know it's not, though, right? He's my fur child. No, he's not. He's a dog. He's my fur child. No, no. There's no fur child. And he by the way, do you child. not remember you're, you're Andy's godfather? It's, I'm not. What? If, Maury, if you died tomorrow, that dog would go to I don't know where. <laughs> I, I bear <laughs> zero responsibility over that dog. I bestowed Zero. that honor upon you. No, it's not. You can't bestow that honor on somebody. It has to be offered and then accepted. It was never yeah, offered. Did the dog just go to Frank, your dad? No, I I called Roz and offered it to him. No, you didn't. I don't want it. I never, I never said yes to this. I'm not taking care of your dog. And also, I like, this is not the kind of hypothetical where I think, <laughs> oh, it may never happen. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, right? Yeah. Like if any, tomorrow for all we know. If any of my regular healthy friends uh -huh. were like, hey, would you be my, my dog's godfather? I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Dog's of 12 <laughs> years max. Right? With Maury, there's no chance I'm taking that on. Yeah. Zero chance I'm taking that on. We would both have none, to die, none. not just me. None, none. Believe me, I, I know exactly how this is going to go, Maury. It's going to start with you didn't buy me the outfit, and it's going to end with me owning a dog. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. You just got a new dog. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'll show you the funniest picture here. Mm -hmm. This guy in Poland, 22 years old, got arrested for shoplifting at the mall. And what he did was shows up to the mall shortly before the mall closed and got to one of the stores and the display window where all the mannequins are mm -hmm. and stood there. His left arm is to his side. His right arm is sticking out just a little bit holding his shopping bag. So he waited there like that, pretending to be a mannequin. And oh! Then, and then the mall closed and he went around and started ransacking. But they have cameras everywhere. But how does he get out if the mall's closed? You gotta stand there until the morning as a mannequin again. I don't know if he thought. And then just through. sneak out with a crowd because, like, this guy's got a rap sheet. He's gone through malls and like stolen stuff before, so he probably knows already the ins and outs and the safest way. I, I right? want to know how much time he spent researching this. But like, this is what right, he looks the like. Right window, right there. That's he's a standing. guy. That's not a mannequin. That's a right. guy. He's losing his hair. Yeah, he's standing there. Like, put a hat on, man. And he's standing next to two other mannequins that are. Like, clearly mannequins. Yeah, right? that's just a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a mannequin. And he's got, like, he's wearing a hoodie, and the pockets in, in like, in the front of his hoodie, yeah. they look like they're puffed out. Like, he's holding, I don't know if there's bags in there and or what. I, I don't even think he's wearing clothes from that store. It doesn't look like, it doesn't match no. the display that's there no. already. Like, 
These no, the other man- two mannequins are wearing specific oh, jeans, yeah. matching shirts, like from a certain brand, right? Yeah. And this guy's just like a sand-colored hoodie, and but did nobody see him Blue come jeans. in and just stand there? I guess not. Right? People don't pay attention. Maybe like close, yeah, to, maybe you know, you're right. closing time. I worked retail. I don't know, Maria. You worked retail yeah. before. Maybe like, are right. you like really paying attention when it's getting close to closing time? You just want to like. Yeah, I was just trying to get out of there 90% of the time. Yeah, clean up, you count the cash, and then you dip, right? But you you wouldn't notice a guy, like nobody in the store, not another customer, nobody noticed a guy just came in and walked in the window display and just didn't move? Well, I know when I worked at SportCheck, our biggest um, problem was that people would take the bikes and then ride them out of the store. Oh, no. (laughs) So that was what we had to do. For real, we had three people, like, take a bike and then ride it out, and then we couldn't catch them because we were obviously on a bike. Right. So... Then we started locking the bikes. <laughs> are you allowed to throw a basketball at them? Like, what are the rules? Were you allowed to, like... you? So we weren't allowed to, like, chase after them because, no. like, for safety. Yeah. But, like, you could try and, like, yeah, like, get in front or, like, try and skirt them out of the way so they could crash into so something hold on. else. But what? So they would just, like, ride around the store or they would, like, literally Pretend get on were... the bike and, like, immediately take off. So it was, like, because some people would be, like, oh, can I quickly just, like, test out, like, the wheel on this bike? So you would allow them to go up and down the aisle sometimes because uh-huh. it was a two-floor sport check. Right. But then people would just jump on the bike and then do, like, a full lap around the store. But then on the <laughs> second lap, they just whoosh, right out. They're out. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. <laughs> they are out of there. It's like those videos. You ever see those videos? Um... Of guys who go to like Foot Locker and then they'll try on singers, right? Yeah. And then they'll pretend to run out of the store <laughs> and all the employees get so shook and they like try to chase. Some of them chase after them. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. crazy. Man, that's crazy though. I've I've never, I've seen like a, a lot more security now in places. Like uh-huh. it's, it's bananas, the amount yeah. of security guards that are in oh, places. Yeah. But stealing a bike after, that's like ballsy to me, especially in a mall. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And mo- right? moms with strollers. That was the other target. Really? Oh yeah, because there's no baby in there. It's just like the clothes. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Oh no yeah. No baby. We weren't like yeah. We used to allow strollers in the change rooms. Then they had to stay outside because people would just stuff them. No, but what if there was a baby? Still, baby. it was like oh, no, baby. So the baby got it was moms and babies. No babies, just moms what? and strollers. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, let's not say that they're moms with strollers. Let's just say they're, they're women with strollers. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Right? Like, let's yeah, just yeah, say, yeah, like, yeah. it's very, anybody can own a stroller. Uh-huh. Yes. You don't necessarily, yeah. like, I, let's not say that the woman left her kid at home alone and went <laughs> shoplifting. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, tired today. Why? I was at a big fancy author thing last night. A what? A big fancy author thing last night. Oh, excuse us. Yeah, I know. Didn't get Sorry. the invite to that. No, you didn't because you didn't write a book. Did you know that when you wrote a book, there'd be this many to-dos? Uh, um, no. Realistically, this is like his third to-do. It so. is my third. Actually, fourth. <laughs> Sorry, fourth to-do. Fourth, fourth. to-do. But, but, <laughs> but still, four times in one year. That's uh-huh. incredible for me going out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. You've reached your max. Yeah, it was the storyteller's ball is what it was last night. So w- what happens there? Um, you go Do you in. Do read from your book? No, 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 no. You just no, eat? No, no, no. Um, yeah, and then you hang. Like, you just, okay. you talk to people. That, so they say, it's a charity thing, right? So yeah. they, it's a, like silent auction and all that stuff. And last year, Margaret Atwood was the, was the big name that was there. And she was cool. And John Irving was there this year, sitting beside you. He was at the table next to us. 
Um, so that was cool. But yeah, like you just, they, they bring you in and then you sit at a table and then everybody sort of gets like, everybody at the table gets a copy of your book mm-hmm. and then people have paid money to sit at that, at that table. What's auctioned off? Like, are you auctioned off? No, 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 no. I'm not auctioned off. There's like a raffle, but then there's some other thing going on. I don't know what they did, but they just, they raise a ton of money, right? Mm. Um, which is great. So did the people who are sitting at your table, yes. did any of them already read your book? Um, a few had, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, a few had, but That's they were, great. they were like big fans of the show, like yeah, yeah, big yeah. fan, big fans of the show. I was doing like videos for their kids, Aww. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Was it, was, it one of those was things sweet. where they're not to take away from your book, yes. but they're like a fan more, like more of a fan of the show than they were like of the night, like to be there. Oh my, um, oh yeah. 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 Of course. Like, I mean, you know, when someone says that they've read your book, do you quiz them? No. <laughs> what part? What's your favorite yeah. part? What's your favorite what'd you quote? like? To, what'd you like? To, you would fail that test, Maureen. Yeah. I still, I still don't think you've I've read, read my it book. One and a half times. You, you still, you still. The other day, you said something on this show where you're like, "Isn't that in your book?" And I'm like, well, "No." In fairness, you I get confused on what's the in the book and what you've said on the show. <laughs> then don't say. Both. Then don't say is that is that in your book? Yeah. Like <laughs> I still. So think, many times you've said, "Yeah, you wrote yeah, about that in your book, right?" Yeah. Like, yeah. Nah, I should. I should build a quiz. I really. Should, should and, and quiz Maury. And I know that he's going to be like, oh my God, I got a cram. And he's still not going to read it. Yeah. He's still like, Maury said he read it in two hours. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Meryl Maury said he read a whole book in two hours. I did. It was he fantastic. Two hours. So much. Two oh, hours, please. Maury. Super fans of this show even said, like, they binged the book. And did not read it in two hours. If you sat down and listened to me read the book on the audio version, it's nine hours. Okay, you read a little bit slower than I read. Nine (laughs) hours, Maury. It took me an entire week (laughs) to listen to the audio book. And that makes me a bigger fan. I plowed through it. Maury, it it is impossible to have read the book in two hours. You quiz me, I'll get an A. It is impossible how many, to have read the book in two hours. Yeah, how many pages is it again? It is 300 and... 338 or something like that? I was going to say 342. Three, why would you say that? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't even... <laughs> like, I don't even you wrote I, it. I don't, I don't even know. Hold on. Let me go to Amazon. The hardcover. Don't you have a copy of it here? What, what you, happened to it? It's behind the television. What do you mean it's behind the television? behind there. Is it? Do I have a book here? I don't have a book here. Bro, how many videos do we have of like from in here of you and over no. your sh- right know. shoulder? I know. Three hundred gave that away. Three hundred thirty-six. Yeah, I give that one away. Three hundred thirty-six pages more. They're more. It is impossible to have read the book in two hours. What is it? Three hundred and thirty-six pages. Okay. It's impossible. Well, I can't tell you how I defied impossibility. No. Okay. If you were to read one page a minute, Maury, yes. it would take 5.6 hours to read the entire book. Right. Okay. So maybe, maybe you four said or five hours. Two, no, you no, said, you said two, hours. two hours. You finished it in two hours. And then we said no when you were like, nope, two hours. I like re- you okay. dug your heels in that you read a 336 page book in two hours. I know it was like, like I lied down, I finished it. In one sitting. No, there's You're no such way. A You're liar. such a liar. Why Maury? are you trying to flex so hard right now? I don't You're know. You're not that kind of reader. No. It was the best book I've ever read. Take the compliment and leave. I take the compliment, but more, you have said countless times on this show that when you're reading a book, you read half a page a night. Before that's you how get good sleepy. this was. I could half not a page. put it down. 
You went from historically reading one half page of a book per night to reading 336 in one sitting? Because I imagined you reading it to me. Please, you're such... What? I don't know why this is such a flex for <laughs> yeah. you. It's super why weird, are you fighting? dude. I don't know why you're... It's so why weird. Why are you pushing like, back? We're proving to you right now how impossible it is. It's impossible. And you're still trying. Okay, get, like, give or take a minute... A minute! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> exactly, you don't! Because you didn't read the book. No, I did read the book. I did read the book. No, I don't think you did. What was your favorite page? Yeah. I don't know about the page, but I can tell you my favorite parts. Which is the one that you're on? Mine no, no, is no. the one that you're on. No, I loved the part about when you went to buy a tank top with Lala Lexi. Okay. I loved... The sad parts, like the the belt buckle, <laughs> bro. You know what's so parts. funny? You're bringing up all the parts, like certain parts that we've vaguely discussed on the show. <laughs> we've discussed every part. <laughs> <that I'm laughs> <getting away. laughs> I loved yeah. when you're, you're you were talking about how everyone comes over and your parents are their parents. <laughs> sure. You skimmed. This is what's. This is what somebody who skimmed. Is this yeah. what it's like to go to your author to dos and you sit there and get like grilled? No, because uh, there's actually people there who have read the book. Mm -hmm. It's much easier to talk to them. Damn. <laughs> I read the damn book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> From the Kiss ninety two five studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.